Like Rod Evelar, some of its programmers have the unwitting power to affect reality in Falcon Far, as shapers. And Narmar Kuhn is determined to gain control of all Falcon Far by controlling, or killing, all of the shapers who can influence it. Through the eyes of Rusty Carroll, security chief of Holden Corp., we see Narmar Kuhn's forces attack the company's corporate headquarters and butcher their way through Holden Corp. staffers. Meanwhile, two rough, veteran and aging scoundrels and adventurers, Garfist Golkun and his longtime partner Iskara Teravund, have blundered into the midst of Rod Everlar's adventures and become captives of the Amra, who repeatedly whisk them away from trouble, but keep them captive because they will soon become useful or necessary. For just what, the Amra declined to say. As Falconfar begins, these Amra have been reduced to two, Dontra and Joskra, and they have promised to fly Gar and Isk across most of the vast forest known as the Rarklar, to the land of Galath, for their safety and to await their future moment of usefulness. The wizard Malron has also been busy, with a captive mind-controlled Teyana at his side. He has been aiding the Army of Liberation, mustered by the Stormar warlord Horgel, who has been acting under his influence, and with Horgel's death leading the army himself. The army has conquered hold after hold, heading for Ironthorn. Unbeknownst to Malron, the infamous Lorontar, the long-dead Lord Archwizard of Falconfar, still exists in undeath, and has invaded and is hiding in Teyana's mind. After the army conquers the hold of Darswards, distant meddling by the wizard Namarkun, who, though he doesn't know it, has himself fallen under Lorontar's mental influence, unintentionally breaks Malron's control over Teyana allowing Lorontar to control her instead. Not realizing this, and awakened by the chaos in his own mind caused by the ruin of his distant Tower of Malregard, an enraged Malron magically transports himself to Malregard to destroy the cause of that destruction, Rod Everlar. Back in Ironthorn, its third ruling family, the Tesmers, have long been the agents of the wizard Narmarkun, just as the Lyroses were backed by Malron though they fight among themselves almost as fiercely as they strike out against their rivals. We see two of the many Tesmer children, Ballard and Talus, a brother and sister who've long hated each other, enter into a secret alliance, steal wealth from their parents, and depart Ironthorn, which is when their mother reveals to her husband that he's not their father. Of all their children, these two were sired by the wizard Narmarkun, and, it now seems, have inherited his magical skills. As the wizard Malron appears in Malregard to destroy Rod Everlar, Lorontar uses his control over Narmarkun to make that wizard whisk the surviving dark helms he sent to Earth to Malregard, and take himself there, too, to do battle with Malron. Lorontar has already broken Narmarkun's control over his great fangs, huge dragon-like flying monsters he has been breeding and training and all six of them are now racing toward Malregard to attack and destroy their master. Finding himself beset on all sides, Malron reaches back to the mind of his thrall, Teyana, to whisk himself to her side, back to Darswords and away from peril, and Lorontar gloatingly reveals himself and strikes at Malron with spells. The wizard goes mad, hurling magical destruction right and left, including blasting the wizard Namarkun. As Archwizard ends... Malron's body, now controlled by Lorontar, stalks toward Rod Everlar. Lorontar declares he'll now take Rod's body from him. Rod feebly tries to flee, 
and from out of the sky, six huge great fangs swooped down, jaws agape, seeking to devour the wizards they so fear and hate. For what happens next, listen on. Chapter 1 Rod Everlar stared into wide mawed death. Down out of the skies it came, hurtling at him sixfold, darknesses so large that they almost blotted out the sky. Six creatures out of nightmare, out of his nightmares, literally. The dragon-like, long-tailed, scaly, bat-winged monsters called Great Fangs. In the forefront were the two largest worms, leviathans both larger than the wizard's tower had been before its fall. Their gaping jaws were large enough to swallow not just Rod, but hundreds of knights standing with him, if he'd had such an army. Instead, he was fleeing quite alone, plunging frantically down a stone stair he was sure one of the great fangs would swallow.